It's the Missouri Credit Union for Kids Radiothon. Thank you so much. On Y107. Y107, you can call in right now, 866-970-4483. We have a new uh, match sponsor for the uh, for the hour. It's Wendy L. Sprouse, the Medicare nerd is what she goes by. So she'll be matching all of those donations during this hour. And we're joined by Raylan and Carson and their parents. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Darren and Kylie. Oh, that's your oh. mic right there. Thank you. Uh, you're you are a brand new family to um, the CMN Radiothon, so welcome and thank you so much for taking the time and bringing these little cuties uh, to to hang out with us today in, in their Valentine's Day best. <laughs> yeah. Very awesome. Thanks okay, for having us. Absolutely. So um, Raylan and Carson, they are eight months old now. Um, they were born with mono um, mono, which I honestly had to Google because I was like, I've not heard that. This is not a story that like we hear a lot in these radiothons. Because pretty rare. How rare did you say it was? Uh, it's about one in forty-five hundred. It just kind of <laughs> depends on what resource you're looking at, right? Um, but it's definitely pretty rare. But we learn more and more about it every day. So, what for anybody listening who's like, I've never heard of that before? Mono mono means that they were born in the same um, sack, yeah, with so, the same placenta. Yeah. So they were the third type of twin you could have. Um, so that means they shared the same sac, same placenta, which it causes more increase for risk of t- cord entanglement. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, they're in their, that same little area and they're flipping around. I mean, you think about how a normal baby flips around and moves in, in the, the belly there and they're doing that against each other with no separation. There. That's got to be scary. H- how did you feel when you were first diagnosed with that? Um, I think we both were pretty shocked and scared. Um, it was a day of worry every day. Make it to the next day, next doctor appointment. Um, I don't know if Darren had anything to say about that because he was more shocked than I was. <laughs> yeah, Dad, how was that? So whenever they first kind of said, I don't see one heartbeat, I see two. So it was <laughs> like like you, you get excited because, like, I mean, it, it came as a shock for all of us. But then once we kind of figured out what kind of, like, diagnostics that we have like as far as like the situation that we have with the same sac same placenta and everything like that it kind of it kind of like it brought us back a little bit like okay well we have some obstacles to go through but then we never we never doubted MU Health was right there from the start um, and they really got us to where we are now and now we are here with two beautiful daughters Absolutely. And, oh, go ahead. And, and what was that care like for you once you found out, you know, that, that they shared the same placenta and, and that it might require some extra care? Yeah, so it was it was definitely uh, stressful. So, like, it was day by day, week by week, ultrasound by ultrasound. So uh, we went in for uh, most weeks. It was about every, once every week. Sometimes if they had a good week, then we'd go about every uh, every other uh, but just kind of just you always held your breath whenever you went in there just looking just waiting to like hear the both heartbeats and just kind of make sure uh, everything was going all right and we still had those ups and downs of ultrasounds of course but uh, it was just we never we never lost faith that's for sure and the uh, between the ultrasound techs and the uh, NICU doctors nurses everybody they they got them to they got them wherever wherever we're here so 
and I feel like that's kind of a, a quite the testament to the hospital that you say you you never lost faith in them, even though I mean I have on my notes here that they told you at some point you you may come home empty-handed or you may come home with one baby. I mean, how how does that hit you when you hear that? Um, as a mom and a parent, it just makes you kind of believe more in the miracle. And I will say Mizzou was very positive with us and kept telling us the right guidance of help and trying to make sure we're making the right choices for them. And you had always had that in the back of your mind, but you just have to believe that you'll be fine. And this is one of those things, um, too, that we talk about, like, we are so lucky to have this hospital here in Columbia. I mean, you guys came from California, Missouri, um, to be able to... to uh, have the the use of this hospital. I mean, you didn't have to go to St. Louis. You didn't have to go to Kansas City for that. I mean, what kind of life? I mean, you still. I know you were talking about you had to stay at the Ronald McDonald House for a little bit, which is an, again an amazing asset to have. But what kind of life were you able to have because of this instead of having to go somewhere else? Um, being able to be closer to home, it allowed us to have family because some of our family members are from Jeff City, some are from California, but um, we were told we would have to consider St. Louis, but it was so relief knowing that Mizzou would be able to help us, and we were closer to have that family support more than anything. And so you were telling us a little bit about uh, when when they were still in, in sharing the placenta, you were talking about how Raylan was, you know, they were sharing the same blood supply or blood kind of flow, I guess. Could you explain how that worked? So um, the main thing with twins, all twins, is kind of watching for twin blood transfusion, which is the sharing of the blood. And we were so lucky to make it about week 19 before that became a big concern with our girls. We were sent to other, um, I would say it was St. Louis, to look at that and they said nope Mizzou's got it so we went to Mizzou and we watched that weekly and it turns out that Raylan was stealing or giving her blood to her sister who was stealing it and because of that we were rushed early for delivery because she was starting to steal too much and it was being a concern. Now I'm sure at that point when you are looking at it every day is kind of a miracle that they're still there and that you know it could be worse. It could be more entangled or whatnot. So my guess is as you were pregnant, you were looking forward to just them, just giving birth. You couldn't really look into the future. You're like, I just want to get them here safe, right? Yeah, I think for me mentally and really for them, I was more like, if I can get them here, I can be more there for them, not stressing my body on them. And they would have the best care and whatever they need with the hospital and the NICU. And you guys spent a ton of months in the hospital. I mean, I, I was like, do you feel like you just left yesterday? Like, yes, there's days where I'm like, it just just yesterday we were there, <laughs> and then coming back for appointments, you know, seeing some of the similar faces that we dealt with every day is kind of nice too. Cause they became your family. Yeah. If there was anybody listening right now that's like, I don't know, gas is expensive, groceries are expensive. I don't know that I have that twenty dollars to give uh, each month. What would you tell them? Um, I would say definitely do it. <laughs> I was questionable myself, but lately I find myself, even when money's tight, just still giving because you're helping the younger generations and the hospital is just an amazing place and they do a good job and they had the best care every time. And, and I will say Raylan is really interested in the microphone, <laughs> so you could help Raylan pursue a career in radio, which he <laughs> seems to be really interested in right now by, by giving and becoming a miracle maker yeah. right now. You could call 866 970 
888-888-8383. Become a miracle maker with the 18th annual Missouri Credit Union Miracles for Kids Radiothon on Y107.